This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. You're listening to Contending for the Crown with Kristen Rao. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to Contending for the Crown. I hope you are having a wonderful day. This week is Thanksgiving week here in the United States. Unfortunately, due to the current circumstances, some of your plans may look a little different this year. Some of you may not be able to gather together with family or friends for your normal celebration. Some of you maybe have lost loved ones this year due to COVID or other illnesses. The world is dealing with much turmoil politically, especially here in the U.S. Churches have seen major changes in the ways they are able to meet. With all of these changes and difficulties, it can be hard to find things to be thankful for. So I thought we would look at some verses in the Bible that specifically contain the word thanksgiving. Let's begin with Isaiah 51, 1-3. Listen to me, you who pursue righteousness, you who seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were hewn, and to the quarry from which you were dug. Look to Abraham your father, and to Sarah who bore you. For he was but one when I called him, that I might bless him and multiply him. For the Lord comforts Zion. He comforts all her waste places and makes her wilderness like Eden, her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in her, thanksgiving and the voice of song. These verses are telling us to remember who we come from. We are God's children, and He is our comforter. When we are laid waste or completely destroyed, God will restore us again. This verse describes it like making a desert or wilderness into the Garden of Eden. Isn't that amazing to think about? Our joy and gladness will be restored, and thanksgiving will be the end result. So remember, all of the hard times we are going through right now can still bring thanksgiving if we remember who we come from. Let's read Ephesians 5, 1-5. through 5. Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you, as is proper among saints. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. For you may be sure of this, that every one who is sexually immoral or impure, or who is covetous, that is an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. There are conditions to be met in order to have thanksgiving. We must be imitators of God and make sure that we are walking in love. We do this by following God's commands. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven through 40 And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. We also must keep ourselves pure. This includes sexual purity, purity of the tongue, and keeping ourselves free from covetousness, which is idolatry. 
We read in Colossians 2, 6-7 that we will abound in thanksgiving if we have a firm foundation in the Lord. It says, Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Prayer is also needed for thanksgiving. Colossians 4.2 says, Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. We will have thanksgiving if we remember that the Lord is always at hand. Philippians 4.4-7 Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We don't need to be anxious, because God is always with us. Hebrews 13, verses 5-6 through 6. Keep your life free from the love of money, and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? We know we can pray for our own needs and the needs of our brethren. But what about those who rule over us? What about those who we don't agree with who rule over us? Let's look at 1 Timothy 2, 1-4. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. We just read that we are to pray for all people, even our enemies, Matthew 5.44. It also says that we are to pray for those who rule over us. There is a great political divide in the U.S. right now, and some may find it hard to pray for the leaders who they disagree with, but God has commanded us to do just so. God loves everyone, even those we disagree with. In a time of year usually filled with thanksgiving, this year it may be a little more difficult to find. Hopefully, if you are struggling, you will take these verses and focus on them during this time and throughout the year, and use them as a way to find thankfulness. I think the following passage sums our lesson up well. If we put off the things of the earth and hide ourselves in Christ, then thanksgiving will be the automatic end result. Colossians 3, 1-17 If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these the wrath of God is coming. 
In these you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices, and have put on the new self which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. I hope you have enjoyed this lesson. Until next week, remember to always and in every way be contending for the crown. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Wave Media by visiting us at BibleWaveMedia.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We thank you for listening.